Bearcat Blitz, another show, another week, another Thursday to preview another matchup. Plus, we got a great, great guest once again this week, Daniel Greshik, UC's leading sack total this season. Belongs to that guy. He is leading the team in sacks. He is one of their best edge rushers on the entire strong defensive front, been the strongest part of the team so far. We'll talk to Daniel to start the show. And then Dominic Goodman, my co-host right across the way, former UC wide receiver, going to help me figure out a way to assess this matchup against the Baylor Bears. UC was a one-point favorite to start the week, and they've been bet all the way up to a three-point favorite. So we'll see if they can live up to those expectations from the public. And of course, you, the public, checking us out on your podcast feeds, wherever you're checking us out. Thank you so much. Subscribe, rate, and review there, whether it's Apple, Spotify, Google, all of those locations. Really great to check us out. Talking Cast with Russ Heltman. Visually, you can check out the YouTube videos there, which have all of this great content as well. And we air on Bally Sports throughout the weekends. I haven't checked the schedule yet to see when we are going to have this show on the airwaves over the next couple of, uh, couple of days. But it will be there and uh, ready for you to take in ahead of the Baylor matchup. Before we get to Daniel, I want to remind you all that football is back and Bet Online is your number one information source for all your sports wagering info with all the up-to-minute stats, news, scores, and matchup breakdowns. Get the latest game odds, spreads, and totals from the NFL and college football at your fingertips with Bet Online's real-time updates on statistics, news and odds from week wall week one excuse me all the way to the college football playoff and super bowl bet online gives you the access to the best football promotions and contests available anywhere online head to the website today or use your mobile device to get in on the action remember to use our promo code believe that's b-l-e-a-v to receive your 50 percent welcome bonus on your first deposit bet online where the game starts and dominic let's bring him in now the man of the hour daniel greshik so excited to have you on daniel thank you so much for joining us this week taking the time out i know you guys are busy there during game weeks with meetings and practice and school obviously all of that juggling all that at once you're leading the team in sacks so far this year what's it been like just overall halfway through the season your first kind of run with the cincinnati bearcats football campaign um it's been a great, you know, it's been a great run. Like, we haven't uh, won as many games as we wanted, but uh, just being around the guys, uh, playing a new position, just it's been great. I've learned a lot, and uh, we've been close. Like, we've been close, and I feel like we're scratching. Like, we're going to get that dub. We're going to start we're gonna putting the wins on the board real soon. Man, first of all, just congratulate with the – you had a big game um, against Iowa State, man, for homecoming. I was there with a couple of alumni, and, man, a lot of guys are talking about you play good, flying around, causing havoc. But um, it's fun to watch y'all play in the box, man, by the way. But uh, my biggest thing is I always wanted – I ain't played defense. I played offense. So I always wondered, the guys in the trenches, how do you get yourself prepared just to know that day in and day out I'm going in and I'm just – Trying to wreak havoc, hitting every day and chill, trying to get your body healthy at the same time. Yeah, that, that'd be the most part. You know, after the game, after Saturday, you'd be hurting until like Wednesday, Thursday. You don't really start to feel fresh till like Friday after. So, but uh, really, it's just like a mindset thing. Like, I feel like even though, like, height wise, we like got a smaller D line, but we our mindset is just like, we better than y'all. Like, yeah, we could come over here. I don't care who come in here. Like, I don't know. We play some of the best old lines and, up front wise, I feel like we 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 probably undefeated up front. Like 
not a lot of teams get a lot of rushing yards on us just because our mindset up front is like we better than y'all. Like we're gonna knock y'all back. So talking to Daniel Greshik, UC edge defender, leading sack totaler on the team this season with three and a half sacks has, has played pretty well snap to snap as one of their higher graded players on pro football focus have you noticed daniel a, a, a change just in the hand-to-hand combat that the quickness maybe the power just the overall athleticism and skill level have you noticed a, a, a significant jump when you're in there attacking guys on the outside going up against those one-on-one matchups with some obviously higher level recruited players in the Big 12 as compared to the Mountain West. Have you noticed that jump at all? Uh, it's the, I think the biggest jump is just the size. Like, okay, it really be this technique be the same, the sets be the same, just the size. Like, the size is they are a lot bigger, but then, like, I don't know, I kind of like going against the bigger guys because, like, I'm not the tallest guy, so it's kind of easy. If I dip, a lot of times they're not going to touch me, like, or I could just rip, like, rip under their arm. Like, it's not really, I don't know, it's about the same. Yeah, yeah, speed kills, man. I already know when you're going against a bigger person, just especially you're going against a big DB. I mean, I play receiver, so I go against a bigger DB or a safety, get that matchup. Shoot, I'm eating off of that, you know what I'm saying? But uh, but my biggest thing, is, I, with all that talent in that box right there on the D-line and the linebacker unit, um, do you feel like do it up your do it up everybody's tempo and game for everybody competing? Yeah, it does. Everybody wants like, like Eric coming to me. Eric, Eric, like every week he like, man, I need one. Like, I need one this week. I'm like, Eric, I'm right there with you. Like, I need one too. Like, we all competing with each other, but we all playing for each other. I think that's the best thing. Like, that's a whole defense. Like, we all want to see each other eat. So, I think that's the best thing about it. Yeah, you can tell when you, when, when, you, when you say need one, does that mean like sacks? Is that what you're talking yeah. about? Yeah, okay. I need one this week. <laughs> Dom, sorry, I cut you off. Go ahead. Oh, you're good because I, I can just tell with the way y'all playing, the way y'all flying, man. Y'all really doing doing y'all thing in that box, man, with the with y'all just getting to the quarterback, stopping the run. I mean, it's fun to watch. It's fun to watch. Yeah. So so Daniel, you're you're leading the team in sacks with three and a half so far this year. I'm sure you'd like to get you'd like to stack a sack streak in terms of game to game getting players to the ground, getting quarterbacks to the ground, but you've done a consistent job getting pressure. What's been the key to transferring that pass rushing success, obviously, and the Mountain West side of things to the Big 12 this year? And you've gotten three, I think, three out of your three and a half sacks, uh, or two and a half of your three and a half sacks have come against Power 5 teams so far this season. Um, it's just really just just honing in on my technique, my get off, my – Whatever call Coach Brown get us into, you know, I just got executed the best way. Like one of the sacks versus Iowa State, Coach Fuke told me it was like, if the tackle clamped down on me, I got to spin out. So I spent out, and then Malik had a good pressure. So you know, what I'm saying I'm just taking coaching and then just doing what I do is just match up. You know, all the offseason work I put in, I really feel like they got me right. Like I got way more explosive than I was last year. So when you talk about it, I'm just so close. Like when you. When you get to with all the pass rushing y'all doing, getting to the quarterback, and you see an explosive play happen, like what what goes on like on the sidelines, or what goes on in like the film room or the meeting room, like what goes on? You know, that's that'd be the main thing. Like we just like well, we're we're close, we're close. You know, it could be like like for me, example, like I could be like a step off my alignment, like oh I could have triggered faster, like just little stuff like that, just alignment, like oh you didn't have to. I don't know. You ain't had to be pressed. You could have been pressed bail or a linebacker could have been like, you got to get deeper, take the over, just little stuff like that. It like, 
it's a whole puzzle on the defense, which, which is why I don't know. I feel like, and we've been new, like we still a new team. This is a new defense, so like it takes like the growing pain is gonna be there. But I don't like I said, we close. Like we getting better, we close. Daniel Gresham, kind enough to give us some time this week on Bearcat Blitz. I'm your host, Russ Seltman, joined by my co-host, former UC wide receiver, Dominic Goodman, played for the team from 2005 to 2008. So talking about those things you're, you're, you're close at, the things you're trying to tweak a little bit, Daniel, what is kind of, as you progress through the season, first part of my question is, how much of the, the little things can you fix? How much of your game can you improve on actually in season compared to the offseason? And on top of that, what are those things that you're most focused on kind of cleaning up individually? Um, I'm going to give you an example of me. Like, first game, EKU, that's probably – I had a good game, but I had the most bust that game. Like, I'll bust a lot. Like, I bust a lot of assignments. And, like, just little stuff. If I'm, if I'm man on the back and I see the quarterback scrambling, first week I would have go got the quarterback. Quarterback dumped it over my head for, like, a 20-yard game. Like, this – now I know I can't – I got to stay with the back. That's my man. Just – Stuff like that, like last game they threw RPO on me. Like I kept my eyes playing the run. Like now I got to get my eyes to two. Just little stuff like that is like, it's like, I never played the position before. I ain't never played the defense. Like I didn't know. I ain't never been in that situation. But now I know. And that's why I feel like everybody, we all like got stuff like that. So when we see it again, now we ready for it. So, so what do you say uh, as far as like, you know, with, with the whole transferring thing, do you think like do it take time for you? Like, does it take time to gel with a, with a team and gel with the new uh, new uh, system and new scheme um, transferring over? Yeah, it do. I say it do. You know, like especially because everything was so new, like in the spring, like it did take time. But our coaches did a great job preparing for us. But I don't know when you go play an offensive team, they get paid too. Like. They're going to scheme some stuff up that they see as a weakness. So that's what we just got to be prepared for. And I feel like when you got experience in the defense and you've seen some things like that before, you won't get caught up by the offense. But I don't know, about three, four times they didn't caught me. The offense didn't caught me in the situation. I was like, well, what am I supposed to do right here? <laughs> a couple more questions here for Daniel Greshick. Very gracious with this time this week here on Bearcat Blitz. I talked to Malik Van about this a couple of days ago. Just about the the depth on this off this defensive line. It's obviously the deepest unit on the team. Can you tell just in your own body week to week, especially at this point in the season, halfway through the season in terms of games played, that are, are you are you feeling the freshest that you felt in a few years? Just given the fact that I think you're you're on pace for right around a hundred fewer to hundred twenty fewer snaps this year, but I'm sure it still allows you to maybe hit that top gear a little bit more often, especially deeper in the games as the season goes on. Yeah, and I'm also, like, I'm dropping back a lot more instead of being in the trenches every single play. So that does, that's a huge difference, too. Like, not being hitting the O-lineman every play, that's a difference, too. Because sometimes you drop back, the play go, yo, you, could, you know what I'm saying, you can take a little play off. But, yeah, nah, I do feel fresh. I do feel way fresher than I did last year. Is that a thing where, like, early in your career you kind of have to kind of reset your brain a little bit? Because I know you guys as competitors, you want to be out there every play. You want to be out there making an impact every play. But – I'm sure like just the human body with what you guys are doing, how, how going to 110% every single snap, it's just not physically possible to hit your best marks and be able to play your best deep in games. Is that kind of how it is with finding that, that balance? Is that is true. Like I, I really, I don't want to come off the field, but it is nice to come off the field, reset, uh, take coaching. If you get coaching and just reset, it is nice to have that. Like 
it's a big difference than playing every single snap in. Like, I don't know. Right. Dom, you got anything else? Uh, just pretty much is um, what, what, what far as what's your preparation going into a game for is um, through a, just a quick week of like getting your body ready, getting your mind ready and everything ready for the, for the game. Um, it's a lot of film. I try to know my opponent way more. This is the most film I've been watching. I try to know every single tackle. Uh, Recovery-wise, I just try to be in the training room. Like After practice, I'll be around the building for like another 30, 45 minutes. I come in on like the Thursdays, Mondays, just trying to get as fresh as I can because I don't know if I ain't feeling fresh. I, ain't, uh, I don't know. F- feeling good, like you feel good, you play good. That's one of the real statements. Like You got to feel good to play good. Yeah. Last question here for Daniel Greshick. Favorite part, this can be a quick answer. Favorite part, just about living in Cincinnati, living in Clifton, being in this environment compared to all the other environments you've, you've bounced around and, and been in a lot, a lot of different college situations. How do you, how are you enjoying this one in your favorite part about living in Clifton and being in Cincinnati? My favorite part about being in Cincinnati is probably got to be the different type of food I could go get. Like, Okay. Yeah, it's, it's a lot of different type of food and just being back in this like a nice city, like you know, because I'm from LA, so I'm not in like a little small town. Are you are you a West Coaster that likes the chili? Are you are you are you into the chili or no? I ain't even tried the chili. Uh, <laughs> All right, he's saving it for the off season. I see you're fully locked in. I ain't tried it yet. You tried the grippos yet? The grippos, the chips, yeah. Okay. Yeah, they fire. How do you feel about those? They fire. They fire. There you go. Well, that's just the taste. That's just a Cincinnati taste right there. We'll have to get have to get DG uh, get, get DG a little bowl of chili, some graters, all that good stuff. Daniel yeah. Greshik, everybody, very gracious for this time. Daniel, thank you so much, and uh, good luck this week and the rest of the season. Appreciate y'all. Awesome stuff there from Daniel Greshik, and really, really great. Really, really awesome that just I'm loving the fact that just the athletic department, everybody, they're they're giving us all these great this great access Dominic they're allowing us to talk to these guys each and every week and it's it's really cool really cool to hear from them hear their stories and Greshik that was kind of surprising a little bit that he hasn't tried the chili yet it's he's been here almost nine months I can't believe nobody's uh put a bowl in front of him but he has tried your grippos Dominic and I will agree those those grippos are very great they're uh they're 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 a goodie but good stuff with Daniel Greshik right there yeah, I mean, shoot, everybody got to have a taste of skyline. It's like initiation. You come to Cincinnati, you got to have a skyline, you got to have La Rosa. You can't leave Cincinnati without them two things. And then the Grippos is automatic. You're going to get those. You'll get those. Just everybody had Grippos in the house. You know. Have you done the thing at the Reds game where they put the the the, the Coney in the La Rosa's pizza slice and you roll it up and eat it? Nah, I ain't know nothing about that. I, did, I just learned about it last year. I'm going to have to try it next time I get to a uh, – get to a Reds game or I could just go to, I guess I could just go to La Rosa's and, and Skyline and just do it on my own. But yeah, nevertheless, hopefully Bearcats fans, they are hoping to eat some winning La Rosa's winning Skyline and munch on a victory this Saturday. We'll talk about the tight nip tuck expected affair between the Baylor bears and the UC Bearcats. After we take a quick break here on Bearcat Blitz. Dominic, four-game losing streak. Three games in a row lost at Nippert Stadium. But that hasn't deterred the betters. That hasn't deterred Vegas. They are all over the Bearcats. Dominic, 
According to my last check of Action Network's public betting assessment, 91% of bets are on the Bearcats to cover three points this week to eliminate that losing streak and to start to right the ship on this 2023 season that expectations at the high point were, as we assessed going into the season, get to a bowl game. At the low point, it was three to four wins. And you're trending towards that low point as we sit today at two and four, needing to go four and two down the stretch. And we look at this game, UC expected to win 73% of the time by ESPN's matchup predictor. They are ranked higher offensively and defensively in Bill Connolly's S&P Plus over there on ESPN in terms of analytical measurements. They're about 20 spots higher in both categories than the Baylor Bears. These teams have never faced one another as Baylor comes to play in the state of Ohio, not even just overall, any Ohio team, they have not played on the road in Ohio, Dom, since the 1982 season. So a complete culture shock, complete shock for the Bears as they come to Cincinnati and take on the Nippert atmosphere for the first time in their time as a team. This is a rough, rough, rough defense, Dom. They're ranked 125th overall in total EPA, they're horrible against the run, 126th in EPA allowed per rush. They're 111th in EPA allowed per dropback. If this UC offense can't right the ship here, I don't know that they're going to right the ship the rest of this season with the personnel that they're employing. Got to get it done. You got to get, got to get the 24, at least 24 points this week. It's got to be some kind of turnaround like that on the offensive side. I mean, it all sounds good, man. It's just all the numbers, all that, all, all of it sounds so good. We've been through this time, the time again. Uh, I love my Bearcats. I love them. I'm gonna ride with them to the end. But it's 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 something that we got to see it. You know, it's something that we can't sit. I just it's one of those games. Is I feel like it's like you're on the wall right now. Right. You got pretty much this is a must-win game. And it's against a team that you should beat. And we said sure. that about Iowa State. We said that about Miami. So it's one of those I, I I'm a I'ma stick true, but I'ma just take a seat back and just watch. And just well, and I and I think the biggest difference though, Dom, in this game is the fact that Iowa State entering that game. They had the numbers, they had the dudes, they had the results defensively that I think I honestly did a bad job last week of, of propping up and, and, and giving the giving enough flowers to that Kansas or Iowa State defense. They're arguably one of the top 20 defenses in the country. Now, after that performance against Cincinnati, they are top five in interceptions. I mean, they're a great passing defense and a solid run defense at that. But on the flip side, I mean, this, this Baylor team is not that. There are raw statistics just as bad as those analytical numbers I laid out. They're giving up almost 400 yards per game, almost 190 yards per game on the ground. They're feeding right into what UC does well. And I would say the best part of their defense is the passing coverage, but it's not great. It's not like they're going to wow you in that aspect of things. And they're a bad tackling team, Dom, going up against the Bearcats team that has struggled to break tackles so far this year. Another reason why it should play into UC winning this football game. But as you mentioned, it's just it's it when you're on a four game losing streak like this and there's there's I wouldn't say 
vibes are extremely high or extremely together from the Bearcats right now. Just, just that goes without saying. When a team full of transfers, brand new staff on a four-game losing streak, yet to win a conference game. I mean, the vibes and the togetherness isn't going to be as great as it as it could be in other scenarios. So we'll get the predictions in just a moment. But your thoughts, Dom, on Emory Jones, Scott Satterfield saying that they are not going to make a different decision. They think he gives them the best chance to move the offense. And then we'll get to the Dante Corleone comments as well. But uh, Satterfield kind of laid out what you and I broke down on Monday's show, the fact that there's just not even close to a better option than the six-year senior. No, there's not. I mean, you just got to ride it out to – is a bowl game. If you so there's bowl that 0. 0.0 out there. Yeah. So you get no chance. And then you just got to start revving the young guys. But, um, I mean, it's the same story. I mean, we're going to see. Like you said, it's yep. a chance against a Baylor team. We should put up some points. That's the, only been a, that's the only problem that's been happening. We could put up points in the red zone if we're talking different. But we just got to score in the red zone. Yep, got to get it done in the red zone, and it's it's just you you got to find a way to maybe ask this defensive line to be even better. That's where I go, Dom, because I don't at this point I don't know that halfway through the season you can expect much more out of this secondary. A secondary that lost Sammy Anderson Jr. for the season. Scott Satterfield announced on Monday he was their second best cover man entering the season. I would say he, he he's got to be better than Jordan Young at this point if he was fully healthy. I think he would be producing a little bit better than Young. So it's it's a tough, tough scenario for a defense that kind of knows what it is at this point. The defensive line knows they have to win super fast to make it a huge impact and to get off the field. And the cornerbacks are kind of just out there in no man's land because you can't you can't change the scheme and go to a more conservative kind of cover, uh, zone coverage-based system this late in the season, especially after the bye week. So very, very interesting matchup. Um, there's just too many things. Matchup wise, overall vibes wise, I don't think the team has fractured completely. I think they're still going to play together. They're still playing for Satterfield. I was at practice on Tuesday. I didn't see like any major differences in terms of morale and demeanor and stuff like that. I'm rolling with the Bearcats here. 31-27. Barn burner shootout. The running game gets rolling once again. Emory Jones's legs are paired with efficient performances from Corey Kiner and Miles Montgomery, and they get the job done, powered by the rushing attack, just barely. Dom, what do you got? Man, it just brings me up. Uh, remember when I was a freshman, and we just entered the Big East, and we had oh, some JUCOs, and, and after Penn State game, Coach said we run with the youngins, and we all took our lumps, and we took some three-game losses, but we bounced back. So I'm a big believer, a blue vase, if y'all ain't never seen the story, watch it, get on YouTube, type in Blue Vase it. It's a good story. Just talking about, just watch it. But anyways, I feel like they're going to find a way, and I think they're going to they gonna pull the win out. Um, can't give you the score right now. I'm just telling you, I feel like Bearcats going to pull it out. And I think Pat Narduzzi, our old pit foe, head coach, of Pat, head coach at Pitt, pulled out the Blue Vase. I think he brought it out after they beat Louisville and broke their losing streak. So, yeah, look up that story. It's a good one. Good good uh, little nugget brought up right there from Dominic Goodman. For Mr. Goodman, I'm Russ Heltman. This has been Bearcat Blitz. Big thank you to UC Athletic Department and Daniel Greshick for setting up that interview. We'll be back to 
discuss the results of Baylor at Cincinnati noon kickoff on Saturday. This has been Bearcat Blitz presented by Bet Online. You're listening to the Believe Network. Second six, Ritter to the end zone, looking for Pierce. Did he hang on? Yes. Touchdown. Here he goes again. Bust free. Jerome Ford down the sideline. Foot race. Has caught. Touchdown. 79 yards.